0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Link, weekly podcast where we help you uncover the hidden things that are disrupting your health. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Sherwood, tonight I'm super excited. We're gonna talk about how to make ourselves feel and look younger using peptides. And to do that, we've got an awesome, amazing guest who I get the privilege of calling a friend, Dr. Ed Lee. Uh, Gonna read his bio because it's lengthy, um and there's a lot of stuff in here his he he's an athlete that's like amazing and i can't wait to tell you about that so i'm gonna let that hang on the end of the bio but uh he's got a purpose in life and i think this purpose hits very well home with what we're talking about uh for he opened up the the hormone for uh the um i'm sorry the the institute for hormone balance in 2008 with a mission to focus on the prevention of diseases rather than just treating the impact of diseases. He's board certified in internal medicine, endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism, and uh, the, the guy is brilliant. Uh, at the Institute for Hormone Balance, they have a holistic approach for integrating the best of conventional and alternative medicine, thereby improving the mind, the body, and the soul That so the body can heal naturally. He's a best-selling author, and a 2000 recipient of the living now book award his books include feel good look younger your best investment your amazing heart your awesome brain don't you love these descriptors awesome amazing incredible and also the fountain of Youth with peptides has a new book coming out soon it's called your incredible liver um I've enjoyed getting to know him. He enjoys time with his patients, his family. Um, He is a a mountain climber. He's he's summited Mount Fuji, uh, Mount Washington, uh, a mount that I can't pronounce in South Korea. Um, Loves to snowboard, swim, and he was on the master swim team. He likes to hike. And uh, he's an all-around very, very, very nice man. And so, again, I'm super honored to have him on this podcast. We're going to be blessed because tonight he's got a wonderful presentation about how to make us feel and look younger using peptides. Dr. Lee, thank you so much from the bottom of our heart for being with us this this episode.
1: Thank you. Well, thank you, uh, Mark and Michelle, for inviting
0: me. Well, I tell you, we got a lot to talk about tonight, so it's going to be awesome. Um you are the first person that I heard speak about peptides, and this has been a a year or two ago and we were intrigued we were blown away so how long have you been you know using peptides and and kind of tell people what peptides are yeah so i'll I'll talk about what are
1: peptides in the talk and yep. uh, but uh, I got introduced by um, some other speakers that I've learned and I've started going down the journey of uh, reading and researching and trying to figure out more about how how can peptides help uh, my patients and it's amazing the regenerative properties of peptides um, unfortunately the FDA is taking away a lot of these peptides but uh, um, some of these peptides we can still get, but anyway, there's an organization called savepeptides.org. And anyway, it's an organization that um, I'm forming um, and also trying to get a um, 503. Um, anyway, it's a um, non for profit organization that taxes them, and we can hopefully raise money to basically fight against the FDA uh, to save yep. our peptides. But anyway, uh, I've been doing peptides for probably. Um, probably five years now, mm-hmm. and uh, but there are pep- people who have been doing peptides much longer, and uh, there's a lot of research that's been out there, but today I want to talk about uh, basically cosmoceutical peptides, peptides to help you look younger, and uh, I think a lot of people uh, are very interested in this subject, and uh, I'm every, time, <laughs>
0: yes, every time
1: uh, I talk about this, uh, I remember giving a talk in Puerto Rico, and uh, this is like the end of the day, everyone's like brain is like on fire. It's like clear liquid is coming from people's <laughs> nose and throughout out their ear and they're just brain dead. But when I talked about cosmocytical peptides, people, all these doctors basically got that extra strength, started taking every single note because they wanted to look pretty and uh, they help their patients to look young too. So anyway, I'm excited to
0: talk about that. Well, our uh, our physical bodies is our business card, as I like to say. It's the physical temple, and we need to present it well. So, Dr. Lee, take it away. I cannot wait to see what we're going to learn.
1: Sure. So, um, let's see. Sure. Okay. Okay. Share screen. So, I'm going to click on that. And let me do this. And all right. So, let me do the um, – all right. I'm 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 kind of a newbie at Zoom, so – all right. You got it. That's perfect right there.
0: Everybody can see that. All right.
1: So um, let me just start off with this disclosure. Uh, really, nothing to disclose uh, except that I'm a co founder of Clinical Peptide Society. And let me uh, just let's see. The next, whoops. Okay. Next. Uh, Well, this is a disclaimer. So uh, this webinar is provided as a general guideline and for informational purpose only. The information is not intended to replace medical advice by other physicians. Readers and viewers are encouraged uh, to confirm the information provided with other sources. Dr. Edwin Lee will not be liable for any direct or indirect damages from information provided. All right, so. So let me start off with this slide. And um, this, this is um, kind of my journey on how um, I got interested in aging. So during high school, I got rejected a, a million times from asking any, um, uh, all, all the high school uh, women to go out with me. And uh, so I kind of learned how to um, accept rejection. But uh, I remember there was these attractive women that I really wanted to take them to the prom. And they said, uh, no way. And then uh, 10 years later, I went to the high school prom and I was just totally blown away by this beautiful woman, her name was Carol. And I was thinking, what the heck happened to you? And uh, honestly, she, she was tall, she was gorgeous, and, but she rapidly aged. And I just, I finished medical school at that time and I was doing my internal medicine residency and um, during medical school and during my internship and in residency in internal medicine, we were taught on disease process, um, not thinking really about the aging process. But the more I've studied this, um, we should be considering aging as a disease. It's, we always consider aging as inevitable, but aging is the mother of all diseases. And that is a key point. And if we address that, then we can address everything else. Unfortunately, there is no ICD-10 code of if you do if you're a physician to code for aging. It's aging is inevitable. But now we understand a lot of reasons on why we age, and there are newer new therapy that's out here. But we're going to be talking about uh, peptides to help you look younger. And maybe down the road we'll we'll talk about this later, but uh, let me talk about some theories about the aging of the skin uh, we have intrinsic and also extrinsic causes so um, you know the environmental toxins that are out there um, and one of the worst things you could do for the skin is uh, excessive sun exposure and I'm from Florida and um, Anyway, it's one of those things that if you, if you sunbathe a lot, uh, that it's like parking your car uh, in the hot sun, not in shade or it's gonna age rapidly. It, it just, the, the heat um, will just basically destroy that car. So air pollution, smoking, poor nutrition, and then intrinsic factors uh, basically are really free radicals, oxidative stress that will damage the DNA, and uh, you have basic internal damage. So an external and internal damage. And one thing that if if you really want to have good skin is if you smoke, quit smoking. That's probably the best device, and and try not to worship the sun. Um, So there are people who actually don't see the sun, Uh, So I I get it, but uh, in Florida, we get a lot of sunshine here. So this is a slide that basically uh, kind of talks about all the other causes of DNA damage and it could be uh, ultraviolet uh, radiation, ionizing radiation, smoking, uh, air pollution, you have inflammation, um, and then you basically have uh, mitochondrial dysfunction. And you can have basically free radicals that can damage your DNA. Now, there's other causes like your liver nut removing toxins well. And in one test that I do in my practice, if you come to my office and you want to see me, it's a package. So you can't, everyone sees me as a package. And part of the package of blood tests we do is I check for oxidative. Um, but I, what I do is I check for oxidative stress, but I look at if your DNA is healthy, and um, that's the most important test. So there's a test called 8 hydroxydequanosine test, and if you have DNA damage, you're not doing well. And you, you know I pick this up, and it's reversible if you follow the program. Um, and the thing is that uh, we will recheck it, and uh, I see people that, that definitely improve. So. Um, just because you have DNA damage
0: doesn't mean that you can't fix it. So the thing is, uh, if you're younger... a question for you on that, if I might, sure. Dr. Lee. Uh, you mentioned the eight oh dg test. Uh, is that... I know the answer, but I think people might want to know from you. Is that a blood test, urine test, what? It's a urine test. Okay. So, no, anyway. Um,
1: and um, it's actually um, a very simple test. And uh, I have a friend that is a a PhD and he basically works at the medical school and uh, we had a dinner party a long time ago and he was inducing Alzheimer's in rats and he said it's not easy to do and then they look at the DNA damage and 8-hydroxydiguanacine um, and I said, oh, I do that in my practice all day long. And he was blown away. He thought, oh, I thought it's only research. It's like, no, it's, it's clinically available. Uh Uh-oh, my son's coming in for the garage.
0: It's okay. We're all
1: good. All right, so uh, let me move on to the next slide here. So we can't reverse the aging process. We can slow the aging process, but there are new therapies that may even um, slow the process even faster, but the key is really, in my practice... Uh, I talk about the triangle of health and uh, it's balancing a hormone, working on your liver to help detoxify, uh, optimize nutrition, and this is important. Stress stress reduction is really key. Exercise is also key, but it's really important um, to also exercise your lungs. Uh, there is a really cool book that. Uh, I I just finished reading. I think everyone should read this. It's easy reading. It's called Breath by um, James Nelson. It's New York Times bestseller. And anyway, um, he talks about how we're breathing wrong as a society. We, we, we're a species that we can breathe through our mouth or through our nose, but we really, we, we should be nasal breathers. And most people are mouth breathers. So there are two exercises I'm going to give right now that I tell my patients that, because they have low energy, they struggle with weight loss, is to basically breathe, you have to basically uh, increase lung capacity and you have to reduce your mouth breathing. Now, occasionally you breathe through your mouth, that's okay, but at nighttime, you can get surgical tape uh, from 3M, it's so like a cloth tape, and get about an inch and a half, uh, two inches um, long, and just tape from the base of your nose. So let me turn on the video so you can see see me. Uh, let's
0: see. Thank you, Ron. We can see you. Oh, you can see me because I thought. I hit you. Oh,
1: you can. Oh, okay.
0: I can still see you anyway. <laughs>
1: uh, interesting. Because I thought you can't see. Whoops. So. um, It's from the base of the nose, right here, and you go vertically down to the chin. And you tape it at nighttime. I'm a mouth breather, and I can tell you on my uh, Garmin uh, watch, my smartwatch, my REM sleep is
0: going up. Wow. Incredible tip. I love that one. It costs costs two cents. Yeah. Two cents for better sleep to reduce oxidative stress. Amazing.
1: The other thing is that during the nighttime, the first... I I couldn't make it all night long, so I took it off. But if you continue to do it, you're going to learn to basically sleep with it. I have my wife doing it. And she goes, why? Because I know <laughs> she did not breathe it. But anyway, I say, if you want to lose weight, this is the best thing. Because 70% of weight loss
0: is through breathing, getting rid of carbon dioxide. It really is. Did you I'm hear off- that, everyone? 70% of weight loss is through breathing expiring the carbon dioxide right wow
1: Um, the other exercise that i recommend to do is um to basically increase your lung capacity so you can do this while driving or while walking um you know frank sinatra when he was um, basically at his peak the way he trained his lungs and like a lot of other. Singers is you have to increase your lung capacity, and it's the diaphragm. So Mark, I know you work out, but do you work out your diaphragm?
0: (laughs) I work on my diaphragmatic breathing, believe it or not. I do know what that is, yeah.
1: So it's really you. Tomorrow, I'm actually measuring my, I'm going to get pulmonary function tests, look at my lung capacity, and I want to get a base another, I'm going to compare it to what I did 10 years ago, And then I want to see if I can actually improve that because the number one predictor of longevity and health is lung capacity.
0: Wow. Another tip. We talk about breathing and
1: now we're talking about improving. How can you increase lung capacity? And that is basically um, you could do it while driving or while walking. It's really inhale through your nose, hold it for four or five seconds. Um, Well, breathe in through your nose for four or five seconds, hold it for four or five seconds, and then slowly exhale for 10 seconds. Mm. And then if you're good, go to 15 seconds, 20 seconds, 25 seconds. See if you can exhale 30 seconds. You're using muscles that you don't use before because everyone's a shallow breather. If you are a free diver, just I want to finish with this, is you can double your lung capacity from seven liters to 14 liters, and they work on lung capacity. I'm not asking everyone to be you know, free divers, but a simple exercise like that, just you have to work your lungs. You have to do some five minutes a day of trying to get that lung capacity up. Now, what I like to do is I have access to a pool, so I just hold my breath for 30 seconds, and then later it be 45 seconds, and a minute, and a minute 15, and a minute 30, and so on just basically um, work on uh, my lung capacity. So, um, let me see if I can, um, uh uh-oh, try to get back to my slides. Um, I'm only only going forward, I can't go backwards. Uh, Let me, um, shoot. Uh, Let's see, okay. Good. There you go. It's scary. Um, so fixing leaky gut, it's great, uh, it's proper sleep, uh, it's quality sleep, and putting a little tape on the mouth really helps, um, and it'll reduce uh, snoring, and uh, some people even get off their sleep, uh, CPAP machine, um, and uh, some amazing studies there, because uh, you have to humidify the air, you have to warm up the air, and you have to basically uh, breathe through the nose. This is the key in life. Um, and it's been known not just the you know yesterday. It's been known for hundreds of years. It's just we just forget about the old science. Um, and our, anyway, let, let, let's keep on going because I can keep going on this. And then, <laughs> then letter therapy is hot and new. So let's review the skin. There's really three layers of skin. There's really the top layer called the epidermis. Uh, the uh, that's the outer layer, the inner, um, the middle layer is called dermis, and uh, this is really the key factor because there's a lot of important cells. Uh, but the fibroblast cells are really key, and if you can improve on the fibroblast, on the number of fibroblasts you can produce, and also fibroblasts working better, you're gonna have more collagen, more elastin, you're gonna have uh, basically a thicker dermis, and that's gonna help your skin look healthier. And then underneath that is the hypodermis, and then you have the muscle, but uh, let me move down. So this is a diagram of younger skin and older skin, and um, you can see that the dermis actually gets weak, and the fibroblasts actually decrease, and then all the basically collagen and the proteoglycans that's in the dermis actually is diminished, and then you have a weakened second layer, and the top layer folds in, and that's where you get the wrinkles. So you can improve on the dermis with basically peptides, and this is the exciting part. So I'm, we're going to be uh, talking about this. So fibroblasts are the key cells, and they do a lot more than these three these three things. I kind of simplify this. I I had like six, but so just keep it simple. Uh, collagen, everyone kind of knows. Hyaluronic acid, uh, it's really, it's it's kind of like the lubricating factor, and also elastin, which is the stretchy part of the skin. So um, with aging fibroblasts uh, becoming less active, the skin develops wrinkles. And uh, this is where people, most people, you know, they like to stay young and they don't like to have wrinkles. Um, There are some people that uh, don't mind having wrinkles, which is fine. But the thing is that uh, uh, I actually really, um, kind of abused my skin. Um, I was a triathlete, uh, trained in the hot sun a lot. Uh, my skin basically uh, looks actually for my age phenomenal. Uh, and uh, anyway, I use peptides, but I did, I wish I used peptides earlier. So, but anyway, you can see in this slide that um, elastin, which is really kind of a, a protein, it's like a rubber band. And as we get older, this rubber band doesn't, you can stretch it, but it doesn't stretch back like a young baby's skin. Like you can squeeze their skin and squeeze it out and it snaps back. Our skin, you know, you stretch out as you get older and it just stays out there. So the thing is that you want that rubber band, that elastin, and this, this shows that in the graph, that collagen goes down and also elastin goes down. So it's really, you know, your dermis gets weak, the fibroblasts are diminished. You don't have enough collagen, elastin, hyaluronic acid, and other uh, structure in your dermis, and then the epidermis folds in and you get the wrinkles. So that this, is, this is what we can do is you can slow this aging process down. So we have the power of peptides in skin care and a lot of women know about this uh, because uh, peptides have been around. So what are peptides? Um, So um, peptides, I call it small proteins. Um, Everyone kind of knows what a protein is, but uh, proteins are made of uh, amino acids. And if you link these amino acids up to 100 amino acids, it's considered uh, basically a peptide over 100 amino acid is a protein. So a lot of proteins are like 500, to 1,000 amino acids long. They're very long molecules. <clears throat> a lot of peptides are generally small. Um, they're generally 30 to 50 amino acids, but uh, one famous peptide is actually insulin, which is about a 70, um, um, it's, I think 72 amino acids. So uh, there are some hormones that are peptides, um, but um, you know, it's one of those things is like some doctors or healthcare providers are like oh my god, peptides. But they've been using peptides for a long time and just didn't even know it was a peptide. <laughs> so um, anyway, we uh, we we need uh, we have 20 amino acids um, for the human body and they're unique amino acids and uh, when you combine it together, they're like Lego blocks and uh, you form it together, it's a peptide. So <laughs> what I tell my patients is um, peptides are like small proteins. So for the Cosmeceutical peptides are peptides to make you look younger. There are four different types of peptides: signaling peptides, enzyme peptides, Botox-like peptides, and carrier peptides. This lecture is generally a one-hour talk. I am I have simplified this, really watered this down, uh, and it's not easy to water everything down. But I'm going to eliminate the enzyme peptide. I'm going to talk briefly on the signaling signaling uh, talk about carrier and the Botox. So. Uh, Signaling peptides uh, are basically designed to um, stimulate, really, the fibroblast uh, to basically make more c- collagen, elastin, and also protoglycan and hyaluronic acid and fibronectin and everything that's needed for the dermis. So it's, it's like uh, a cell phone uh, tower. It just basically sends a signal, and uh, basically the fibroblasts are turned on. So the one famous signaling peptide. There's many other uh, signaling peptides out there, but GHK um, is a three amino acid peptide. It's glycine, histidine, lysine, and uh, G is for glycine, H for histidine, and K is for lysine. Because um, anyway, it's there's a lot of L amino acids, but K stands for lysine. And uh they've study a lot with this uh, special uh, fat called palmitic acid, and uh, it's used in over a hundred skin products. The problem is that most of your cosmocircle peptides sold let's say at Neiman Marcus or some you know famous place um, that they have probably forty ingredients in one, and they have a little GHK copper, but not high concentration because they want to put everything in that bottle. And you know, how, how much can you actually put in into a, into a little cream there? So um, anyway, if you use basically uh, one that's highly concentrated, um, you're going to get great results. So this is. Um, a friend of mine, Dr. Pickard, he actually uh, wrote my the introduction, uh, uh, the foreword for my uh, new book, Founding um, Youth with Peptides. He discovered this in 1973 uh, when he was a graduate student, um, and uh, basically he's he's patented this. And GHK is natural; it's a natural peptide found in our uh, in our blood, in our saliva, in our urine, and uh, like everything else, it declines with age. Our lung capacity declines with age. Our hormones declines with age. GHK also declines with age. And uh, anyway, Dr. Pickard, uh, he's 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 a PhD. Spent a lot of his research, a lot of uh, uh, on this molecule, this peptide, and uh, you know his his work and a lot of other scientists' work. I like to give him credit. Um, it, it has a lot of great clinical application. So. Um, GHK peptide is uh, known as a main regulator for uh, wound healing and skin remodeling, and GHK can help that dermis, and that's where you want. GHK stimulates that dermis, so that is the key. If you want healthy skin, you got to basically use GHK. So this is a signaling peptide, and this is a study that I just love. I remember reading this on Christmas Day on a cruise ship. And I just, like, my wife thinks I'm weird, like I'm reading a medical article, and I'm, like, so, like, excited. And um, she thinks I'm a weirdo because, you know, I, I read a lot of science articles. But, you know, to me, this is amazing because they've done studies on animals, on, on mice, rats, pigs, guinea pigs. Um, they've done cats where they basically open the back, um, and they bas- um, basically cause a wound. Um, to these animals. And so it's not one, but multiple different animals. And then they put, they inject GHK copper into the into the leg uh, away from the wound. And the animals that basically got GHK copper, the wound um, basically uh, healed incredibly fast compared to the animals that did not get it. So there's a group that didn't get it a group that got it. And you can see dramatic improvement. So I remember my son, he actually um, uh, he actually was, I don't know if you saw him, but he kind of walked in, he parked the car and kind of snuck in. But uh, he was playing, uh, uh, he was at the beach uh, playing football and it was this beach, New Smyrna, and it was really hard sand and he was playing football and he, and he dove for the ball and hit, had a, a face rash from the hard sand. So he had long hair it kind of covered it, but if you open up his hair, is like around his eyes, is really a bit bad abrasion. So I told my son um, get uh, basically um, after he washed it off and cleaned it out. I said, look, just get a Q-tip and apply GHK copper not in the wound or but around it, and with within a week it's just like to the skin, incredible. So um, anyway, this is really important. In this study, it increases the number of fibroblasts. Mm. That's what you want. So there's clinical evidence that it basically increases the number of fibroblasts. If you increase the number of fibroblasts in your skin, you're going to do basically a great job in terms of improving collagen production in your dermis, and, and that will last so, so GHK improves the dermis. That's the main thing, and that's what you want. It's also a carrier peptide. So GHK is a signaling peptide, stimulates the fibroblast, stimulates increased production, but it also carries copper. And copper is toxic to the body, but it kind of neutralizes the copper to bring the copper into the cell. So this is a, carrying, a carrier peptide. So um, you can see in this uh, slide here that basically copper is surrounded and GHK uh, copper is one of the most well-examined peptide out there. A lot of literature, and uh, basically, it naturally binds to, uh, to copper, and it basically delivers copper into the cell. So, this is a, probably the most scientific study part of the study, and then um, it, it just the slides do get a little easier. But copper basically stimulates three enzymes, and uh, you can see lysyl oxidase, which increases the production of collagen and elastin. Uh, it also improves on increasing superoxide mutase, which gets rid of uh, free radicals, and also improve, improves the mitochondrial function by the cytochrome C oxidase, so they have better blood flow to the skin. So copper by itself helps, but you, you need to bring copper into the cell, so you need GHK. So we use GHK copper, and this is my favorite peptide. So, um, I don't know if you know who she is, but uh, she rejected me when I was in high school. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're
1: on a roll.
0: Keep going. That's good.
1: But, uh, so anyway, um, this is this, she wasn't involved in the study, but uh, Pamela Anderson here. So they basically um, did a 12-week study, and this is one of many, many studies. I didn't want to go over every single study; just these highlights sort of studies here, so just to show that there's evidence of what we're talking about here. So uh, it's a 12-week study on 71 women using GHK copper applied to the face and increased the skin density, thickness, reduced laxity, improved clarity, reduced fine lines and the depth of wrinkles. My wife mm. actually is very uh, hard to please. Um, I love my wife, but uh, you know a lot of times I ask her to try things. And but anyway, so for months I said try this, you know this new peptide cream, and she did not use it for a while. And she goes, I'm busy, I'm busy, busy, busy. But finally, she tried it. And uh, after um, three days, uh, she said something to me. And she goes, I love this. I said, wow, <laughs> I haven't days. heard the word love in like 20 years. So, so, oh, no. so, so why do you love it, honey? <laughs> and she told me, now, we're guys, so we don't understand this. But she says, uh, my pores got tighter. Now, I don't know if you know what pores are, but... For women, it's really <laughs> that's important.
0: probably a whole hour lecture to explain to a man what
1: pores what pores are, right. But it's um, for her that was huge success, and all her girlfriends go, give me this. So anyway, all her friends are using GHK copper too. So here is the key study. I love this study. I love her fingernails and all this, but uh, <laughs> a lot of chemicals on that. But anyway, they uh, they did a study. And they basically um, put GHK copper applied to the thigh. And they also compared vitamin C and retino acid. Uh, They did it daily for one month. And basically, um, they biopsied before the the study and biopsied after the study. And after one month, increased collagen by, you can read it, how
0: much? 70%. That's the first time I've seen this study. I'm I'm just completely shocked, and I hope our listeners are like as shocked as I am. That's amazing.
1: Well, if you want to learn more about this, I wrote a book, Fountain Youth with Peptides, and it has a lot of different peptides in it, and I have a, one on the first chapter, Looking Younger, and it goes through all these studies, and this is amazing, because it, it's it's not just one little study. It's study after study after study, so this is cool stuff. Now, the there's outer beauty
0: and there's inner beauty. Mm. I love inner beauty. Hopefully, Mark, you love inner beauty too. I love inner beauty. Inner beauty is the key to outer beauty, I always do say.
1: What I love about GHK is basically they've been shown to increase uh, the expression of the repair to genes, the DNA. Um, and uh, they've noticed that 47 genes were stimulated, five genes were suppressed. Uh, stem cells treated with GHK regenerate and express more stem cell markers. Um, and uh, GHK improved tissue repair uh, and has been demonstrated for skin, lung, connective tissue, bony tissues, liver, stomach lining. So it's not only outer beauty, but also inside too. Mm. In 2010, MIT and Harvard created something called Connectivity Map and they wanted to see which molecules or substance can regulate gene expression. They were really curious. So they looked at a lot of different molecules, a lot of different substances, and basically they wanted to see what upper-regulates and what uh, is down-regulated, and it turns out their gene analysis looked at about 1,300 molecules, mm-hmm. and the number one best of the best, guess, one, guess which one it was.
0: I bet you, I'm just going to take a wild guess here, it was GHK. Right. <laughs> and
1: So it, it basically turned on the repair genes and turned off cancer genes. Mm, wow. So now, it comes in a topical uh, clicker. Um, and uh, this is um, kind of a new way to deliver this. Um, um, the old way was a foam dispenser. Um, but anyway... Um, this is works just as well, it comes in a dose of two milligrams per ml and we recommend that you use four clicks a day or you get two milligrams um, uh, a day and you can use two clicks twice a day or four clicks a day. So Joliet, um what my wife does is washes her face and just uh, applies uh, basically four clicks a day on this and so this is how um, she does this. So you can put it on your... Um, If you have it on your face, you can do it on your neck, and you you can do your arms if if you can't apply everything on your face. So Mm -hmm. uh, I do generally two clicks in the morning, and uh, usually I do two clicks at night. Um, So it it, it doesn't matter
0: if you do it once a day or twice a day. And you can put this on top, folks, and it will affect what's inside too, correct? Yes. Okay. So out of beauty and inner beauty. Love it. So let's go on.
1: Uh, to the next one, and that's the Botox-like peptides, and um, so there are uh, several botox peptides. I'm only going to sp- speak on Orgelene and the there's SNAP-8, bilox, and Snake. Um, and so these are, these are basically peptides, like botox peptides in a jar.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: Now. This is a 6-amino acid peptide called argillin. It inhibits a uh, certain um, molecule called acetylcholine, similar uh, to like Botox, and it basically prevents the formation of expression of wrinkles so your muscles don't contract that much. It does not increase collagen. Unfortunately, on the internet, there's a lot of false claims that argilline increases collagen. It's based on one mouse study, just one, and it's a maybe, and it was not an impressive study. So I, it really basically inhibits your know, muscle contraction. That's what it does. It really doesn't have to do anything with collagen. So mm. um, although you know people look on the internet and they go, oh, look at that, it increases that. So there's a lot of false advertisement on the internet. The second uh, Botox-like uh, peptides, Lufazol, is a five amino acid. Instead of inhibiting uh, acetylcholine, it inhibits uh, catecholamine at the neurotransmitter uh, junction. So it's been shown to reduce fine lines, wrinkles, uh, moisturize the skin, improve firmness, and skin tone. And here's a study, 43 women using a cream with lefazil and with so uh, and the combination of both. Uh, and uh, this is basically they looked at wrinkle reduction. So this is really the key at the end here. So if you look at lufazol, it, it basically wrinkle reduction dropped by 11%. And then uh, argoline, sixteen percent. But if you use argoline and leupasol,
0: it's about twenty five percent. Impressive.
1: Because remember, leupasol has to do with um, catecholamine, uh, and then argoline has to do with acetylcholine. So they work in two different parts of the at neuro, uh, the uh, neuromuscular junction. There. So um, so there is a. Uh, peptide that combines GHK with luphazole and argilline, but honestly, I think if you really want the Botox-like effect, you have to improve the dermis. If you just use luphazole or argilline and you have a weak dermis and your dermis has low collagen, low um, basically uh, elastin and low hyaluronic acid and not much um, fibroblast, it's not going to get It's going to work a little, but you're not going to get the best effect. What I tell my patients, before you even go on the Botoxi peptide, please use just GHK copper for six months, and then later, you can add the Botoxi peptide. Botoxi peptides do not work like Botox. You will be disappointed if you expect the next day you use it, and it's like, oh, my God, my skin's better. Botas <laughs> were super fast. You can tell it. You know, as soon as you inject, you get the results. This takes time. It takes about a month to kick in, and it's slow. But if you have a better dermis with using GHK copper, and then you add the botaside peptides with it, you're going to have a better effect than just using this. So I strongly recommend if you've never used GHK copper, use that first. And then after six months, continue the GHK copper and then add the Botox like peptide. That is the key. And mm-hmm. I, I really strongly discourage to go right to basically the combo that has all three. I think you'll use, get better effect with just GHK copper because it's more concentrated and you'll get uh, basically, um, you really need to build the dermis and that's the key. So um, anyway. Uh that that's my that's how I educate my patients and um I, I know some people want to go right to the top, but it's look <laughs> uh, it's really it's like um uh, Emeralds, you know, when he cooks, you know, and he does all the right ingredients and then at the very end it's like BAM, he puts the secret sauce <laughs> in But if you don't do everything in the beginning and you just do the secret sauce. It's not going to really work. You've got to get the BAM by getting the base down. So that's, that's, that's an important factor.
0: So. Yeah, and on that note, just a real quick question. You know, I think people need to understand that Botox is a toxin, right? Right. So how does that compare to the uh, argireline and the Lufacil?
1: Well, it's similar in terms that it inhibits uh, basically the uh, neuromuscular contraction of the face. So you're still con- contracting not as much. So you can still talk. So it's been safe. Yep. There's no paralysis or anything like that. There was like, well, is there any concern? This is low concentration. It takes a long time for it to work, but you do see improvement. There is some, I didn't, I, in my one hour presentation, you will see basically a slide deck that shows basically how, I think, I think it was argilline, over time you can see a difference. My wife goes, I don't see a difference in one week. I don't see a difference in, in one month. Uh, but generally, at I think it was like two months, you saw the difference. Ah, so it, it's like they they just slide like be, at the beginning before, and then twenty four hours, like you can't tell the difference. And like we both were sort of staring at like what's the difference? But over that's time, perfect. you see some improvement. So the key really is you have to improve the dermis, um, and uh, that's really the main point. And GHK does that. Uh, so in summary, uh, GHK copper. Uh, it's a three amino acid peptide that carries uh, copper. It's also a signaling peptide and also a carrier peptide. Copper by itself well, helps the dermis, uh, but by using GHK copper, basically um, you're going to improve collagen production, elastin production, hyaluronic acid, and in addition, it turns on your reparative genes and turns off your cancer genes. Mm. Uh, I love this. This is my uh, top, one of my top peptides that you know I just I really love. And um, the Botox-like peptides uh, is really, the phasal and combo works really great. Um, and uh, it does not increase collagen. Um, it basically inhibits the neuromuscular contraction. And it's strongly recommend to use GHK copper, I say here three to six months before using the Botox-like peptides. The longer you use GHK copper and then use that, you'll get better effect. So it's, uh, this is uh, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, call Dr. Uh, Mark and Michelle Sherwood and uh, they have these peptides and uh, anyways, so, uh, this will um, help you look younger. Uh, I have two little minor things and that is if you want to learn more about peptides, uh, you can go on Amazon. I have the Fountain of Youth with Peptides, that's a Kindle version. Um, it's normally thirty nine ninety five, but uh, I guess Amazon reduced it thirty seven ninety five. Uh, but I have a special sale for over fifty percent. It's uh, nineteen ninety nine. Shipping and taxes extra. Uh, I will only ship in the USA because I don't know where this podcast goes. So a um, mm-hmm. pain in the butt to ship to Canada. <laughs> uh, I have to sign my life away, and it's it's like it's so many totally documents it's just to send a book. It's like it's not worth it for me. But uh, you can get the ebook version if you want to get it overseas. Uh, but the discount is, code is webinar. And you can go to clinicalpeptidesociety.com. And if you type in, at the very end, you know, you have to enter all your information. And before you put the credit card, there's a discount code. You type in webinar. And the price is reduced right there. So you can get that. Or... um, um Dr. Mark Sherwood actually sells uh, sells the book. Um, I actually uh, sell it in my office, so if you look me up, uh, I'm in Orlando, Florida, you call my office. Uh, you can just say you listen to the webinar and you know we we can just uh, ship the book there to you. Mm-hmm. And one last thing, because um, this book basically, uh, really simplifies the use of peptides, and I tell my patients: if you want to look younger, just read chapter one. If you're interested in hair peptides, read chapter two. If you want more energy, read chapter like ten or eleven. It's in chapter eleven. Uh, if you want a better immune system against coronavirus, read chapter ten. So mm. there's no particular order in reading the book. It's really whatever tickles your fancy. You want to read. Uh, basically, it's really simple. It's um, and what's your feedback, Mark? On On the book for your
0: patients, you know, um, honestly, every patient that comes to us, whether here locally or anywhere around the country, um, we are making sure that as part of their package, they're going to get this book in their hand every time, without exception. Doctor Lee, every one of them, when they get it, when they read it, they come back and they say, I want this peptide, I want that peptide. It's like a multiple choice, and I have to, like, rein them in and say, well, let's do this one first, let's do this one second, depending on what their goals are and what they're trying to achieve. Uh, Certainly, uh, I think that this thing has been a a game changer for us, not just the book, but the peptides and personally you. Uh, This has revolutionized many, many people's lives, and so uh, a big thank you for that, and certainly I've got – I'll show this again. I've got my book here and I've got a whole bunch of them out there on the bookshelves. And uh, it it makes us very proud uh, to know the person behind the writing, the heart behind the person, and then the information that comes forth. So it's, um, it's been, it's been incredible. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: So let me show you one more slide and then I'm completely done is for the healthcare providers that's listening to this uh, podcast. Um, um, we have an online event. I'm actually speaking 10 hours, uh, which is uh, crazy in probably four, in two days. Um, and uh, it, this is the 18th Annual Restorative Medicine Conference. It was supposed to be in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina, but that got canceled, so it's online. It's a three-day event. It's a res- uh, it, You don't have to do an entire conference. If you want to just learn about peptides, you can sign up for the peptide track if you're interested in other restorative uh, part of, of medicine um, they have a track for that too, but uh, anyway, um, Dr. Luis Martinez and myself we're both the co-founders of Clinical Peptide Society. Uh, we're going to be speaking on a um, um, lot on peptides. So anyway, if, if you're interested in peptides, our next conference here is uh, on August 20th to 22nd. So anyway, thank you again for letting me um, uh, to be on your show on your webinar. So let
0: me a podcast. So let me stop yep. here. Perfect. Now we're back. Thank you. Uh, that was amazing. I mean, I was like sitting here taking notes I got a couple questions. That I know people are going to ask and um a couple of things. Um, does taking um exogenous uh collagen help
1: Well, I have a lot of people who do that. Um, I if there are peptides by mouth, um, Yes, that may help, but a lot of peptides get dissolved in stomach acids, so I don't know how much it can help, but Mm -hmm. some people swear by it. But if you just take collagen itself, which is a big protein, I don't think that actually, I think it's wasting your your money. And that's in my book, because if it's just a pure protein, it's going to be broken down to amino acids, and then Mm -hmm. it's not going to be assembled to that collagen. So you have to turn on the fiberglass to make the collagen. That's the key, and whether it's a peptide or something else to stimulate the fibroblast, I think that is the way to do it. But Very if you good. want to, if it works for you and you take a collagen type drink, um, that some of them are peptides, um, mm-hmm. and it works, so keep on it. So,
0: I guess well, it's certainly marketed out there a lot, so I know people are going to ask about that. Um, you touched on this, and I think it's just want it to hit again, people want to know how long it's gonna take before I see results. And I think you hit on that, so one more time if you would.
1: Well GHK Copper, um, I've, we've had great success in my practice. Most people will notice uh, some improvement within a week. Wow. And uh, you give it a month, and a lot of people notice their textures better, their pores are better, uh, they actually look healthy. it's not only for women, it's also for men. I have some of my male friends taking it, and they just like, everyone goes, what are you doing? Because mm-hmm. you're looking different. And people who haven't seen me for a while, they're saying, boy, your skin looks great. So it's one of those things that, that's a great compliment to hear. So it's not only for women. Men need it too.
0: Yes. We all need beauty to portray the inner beauty, right? Now, so, um, another one, you, you touched on this too. just want to make sure people got this. You talked about your son's sort of road rash, et cetera, you know, or sand rash, I should say. Right. Um, you put it around the open wound, not in the open wound. Yes, around it. I had
1: to use the, the Q-tip and just went around it, not
0: in it. And
1: uh, basically, you get close enough. You can put it, let's say, on your, on your buttocks, and it will help. Um, let me just tell you an example. I have a, a patient that her mother um, was dying and was basically um, developed bed sores at home. And uh, she came into my office and said, uh, do you have anything for my mother for the I said GHK copper. So she put her around it and the wound basically completely healed. She continued to use it for preventative purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, she noticed within uh, like a month or two that her face was looking younger. Mm-hmm. Before she died, she took a picture of her mom. She says she died like three months or four months after using GHK copper. But she said, that was the best my mother's face ever looked. It, oh. it basically was increasing the collagen and fiber blood. Put it on the butt. It will basically work other places. But if you put it on the
0: face, it will really work faster. So you heard it there from Dr. Lee. Oh. Put GHK copper on your butt. There you go. And it will well, affect every part of your You could do it on your butt,
1: but it'd be better if you do it on your face. So that was a joke. So put it on your
0: butt. <laughs> Just kidding. So So, I want to thank you for this, Dr. Lee, the Institute of Hormone Balance, Orlando, Florida. Uh, Obviously, if you're listeners, uh, man, we're all on the same team. We all the same mission here. We're trying to help people uh, heal from upstream. So I really want to thank uh, all of our listeners. And thank you, Dr. Lee, for joining us today. If there's one thing that we would ask. All of our listeners do subscribe to this particular podcast to find out what's coming next. you work super hard for your health and don't let any of these hidden factors get in and bog you down. So join us every week for Healthcare's Missing Link. We'll see you next time.